Hi, y'all. This is Shaman Starlight, also known as Reverend Demper Curtis Martin, a modern-day Shaw woman and spiritual life guide. My specialty is helping identify and bridge your life path and soul path, utilizing my connections with the protection of God and my abilities as a psychic intuitive and medium. As a practicing psychic medium, I get asked all the time, how did you become a psychic medium? It wasn't something I chose. It was in my path. I just had to have faith, see the signs. And then I had a dream that I was doing a podcast. Absolutely absurd. But guess what? Here I am in a room with a microphone. So off we go. The question is this, why am I here? First of all, I am blessed. I'm not special. And who knows how long I'm given to be on this second journey of my current life. I'm here because I need to tell my story. It includes the recycled souls within my DNA that give me the skills and talent. My faith in God has led me to this moment a sinner, at times a muggle, and or stupid human trick, living in a world of concrete chaos, trying to keep up with the Joneses, just trying to understand why I'm here on this earth at this moment in time. I invoke George McFly. I must fulfill my density. (laughs) I mean destiny. So if you're listening, I hope that you can find what you're looking for. You matter. You are enough. And you do not need to carry the burden anymore. We need to take a little break, but I hope that you will join me on my journey as I introduce you to those who've helped me along the way, who helped me with boundaries, intention, ego, and grounding. Taking care of your mental health is just as important as your physical health. At Columbia Wellness, we offer behavior health care for all ages. From telehealth counseling to inpatient addiction care, we offer the level of support your mind needs. Don't wait to enjoy life again. Give us a call at 360-423-0203. At Columbia Wellness, your wellness is our passion. Welcome back. So I wanted to start with this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father and Mother, please help me tell my story. Please give insight to those who are listening, who are lost like I was, who need guidance and resources to live a happier day. Send those with love and light because this world can be pretty traumatizing. Help me with my salty language. Less is more. And protect me while I deliver the message. Amen. So I'll take you on a journey. It was December 31st, 2013. Worst year of my life. I just celebrated the first year without my father. Coolest dude ever. Not only in my mind, but the community can back me up. We had lost mom in 1998, 
And in losing dad in 2012, I can say that my brother and I kind of felt like orphans. Yes, we were a lot older than probably considered orphan, but to us, we were still kids when he was around. He would guide us and celebrate, and now that he was gone, we were alone. So I asked my husband to take me on a trip to my childhood. Growing up in the Pacific Northwest, we would visit our grandparents at Long Beach, Washington. They had a little cabin down there. It was especially fun when there was a razor clam dig. People from all the surrounding towns were all on the hunt. I mean, like, no one was home. We were all digging clams and shucking oysters and the beach. It was ultimately my happy place. So on that fateful night, New Year's Eve, 2013, we headed to the beach for digging. It was around midnight. The beach was pretty clear, diggers, but I still needed to reflect. The moon was bright, the weather was clear, and if you live in the Pacific Northwest, you know that is a rarity. So we turned off all the headlights, popped in Dad's Pink Floyd CD, and drove the beach. All emotions were at the surface that night. Laughter and tears included. It was a great night. And as I looked in the mirror in our hotel room, I reflected my life, not knowing this could be the last time. It was now January 2014. I remember I came home and I was a bit sore from digging, which wasn't unusual, but my anxiety was a little higher than normal. I assumed it was due to the fact that I wasn't sure what my path looked like. Hubby went to work the night shift. I went to bed. The sun had broke through and I popped up in bed. Was this anxiety or severe panic attack? I wasn't sure, but I shuffled to the bathroom to try to calm myself down. I was sweaty, but the cold water wasn't really helping me cool down. I was a little sick to my stomach, so I assumed maybe I had food poisoning or something. I was only, you know, in my 40s. Since my husband was working nights, I didn't want to wake him, so I decided to crash on the couch. I hadn't even noticed I was headed up the stairs. I could hear my mother's voice, you are having a heart attack, go to the hospital. Now the cardiologist let me know there was a problem, but until he did an angioplasty, he wasn't sure what the full procedure would be. Now I was scared. I mean, salty word scared. I asked for the chaplain. I called my father's family for prayers and blessings. Daddy was a sixth generation Southern. His family lived in Alabama and Tennessee, also known as the Bible Belt. So they were the perfect people to call for this moment. My husband and I held each other, laughing and crying, until the moment they came for me. Now, I remember seeing my heart on the monitor. The doctor said my heart looked great. 
except for the fact that I was 99% blocked in my main artery. My mother was 97% and she wasn't here anymore. Like so many times in my life, again, she saved me. And then the room was different. When the mist comes off of the ocean, it can be difficult to see in front of you. The room reminded me of that. And there he was. Those bright blue eyes. The twinkle that I still miss this day. The full smile. And then he spoke. God gave you a doctor to clean you up. Now you clean you up. I tried to take a step towards him, but I couldn't. And then I heard the voice that I had known all my life. It was God's voice. He didn't throw at me all of the crap that I had done wrong in my life, all of my burdens I carried, none of my skeletons that still hid in my closet. He said three words, I love you. Then my father said, wake up, doll. But when I looked towards my father, it wasn't him at all. It was his uncle standing at the foot of my bed, rubbing my feet, telling me to wake up. My eyes were heavy. I was confused. I thought I was going to be awake for the entire procedure like the doctor told me. What happened? Was that experience real? So after a bit, the room cleared. The nurse came in to check on me. How are you? She asked. I mustered the courage to ask. Did I die? She looked at me with a smile on her face. Ah, just a little bit, honey. But you're okay now. Sometimes patients have a moment. Did you? I did. I absolutely did. And now my journey begins. So I celebrate my rebirthday as January 6th the day I was released. And I celebrate it using the name that they were going to give me, Starlight Lurie. I'm going to end with a closing prayer. Dear Heavenly Father and Mother, thank you for this opportunity to tell my story, to acknowledge the lessons that I have learned. I appreciate the walking angels that have been put in my path and hope to bring the same light to those that need it most. Amen.